Hello and welcome to a special History's Mysteries. We are on location to talk about something important in American history. Reed, what are we talking about? The Battle of Gettysburg. Battle of Gettysburg. All right, so Reed, why is the Battle of Gettysburg important? It was the bloodiest battle in U.S. history. Okay, and what war was it part of? The Civil War. Okay, so before we get to the battle itself, let's talk a little bit about the Civil War. What happened? What caused the Civil War? What, what was the story there? It was slavery. Okay. That's, some people might still argue about that. I tend to agree that it was slavery, but explain that. So, the Civil War was caused because Lincoln did, was, just didn't like slavery, so every single, so, so, like, so a lot of the, so like, the South just, like, broke away from the, from America, and then and then, and then Lincoln declared war on the South. Or well, and then they, then they really went to war with the South to bring them back together. Okay. Yeah. So when Lincoln, when he was elected, the South, yeah, they, what did they think he was going to do? Like, like destroy all slavery okay. in America. And why was slavery important for the South? That was, I mean, for some people, slaves were the most valuable thing they owned. Okay. And it's obviously incredibly gross right, that, that we had that as part of our history, but it is part of our history. So um, they were worried Lincoln was going to get rid of slavery, and so what'd they do? They broke away from the U.S. They said, okay, we're not, we were the United States, we're not United States anymore. And what did they make instead? They made, they really just made, like, they just made their, they, they kind of tried to make their own country. Yeah. Kind of made their own country. So, um... That country was wiped out in a few years. Yeah, well, so we had the war. Uh, but, so, all of a sudden, half the country's fighting the other half. It's the North and the South. Who had... What were the advantages of the North? Well, they had advantages as far as... So they had way more men, and okay. they had way better weapons. Okay. Like, you were talking about one of the weapons in particular. Oh, yeah, they had, So... They had a special type of rifle that would just reload way faster than a musket, so that really helped them. Do you remember the name of the rifle? No. Carbine? Yeah, the, yeah, the carbine rifle. Yeah. Okay, so they had better technology. What else? So men, technology... And railroads and factories. Okay, yeah, so they could produce a lot of things. <laughs> so, I mean, that sounds pretty tough to beat. What did the South have? They had, they had better generals. They had... Um, so they had better, gen better generals and motivation, and and they oh yeah, and they didn't really have much of, aside from that. Okay, but motivation. What what do you mean by motivation? I mean the, some of the North. Were, I mean some soldiers were like like so these black people are gonna come and try to take my job. I don't think that sounds that great. Sure, it's not like all the Northerners wanted. Wanted, wanted black people to come trying to get, trying to, like, yeah. Right, And right. then, the southerners, they, like, like, the poor southerners, like, they're like, if I could get a slave, then my life would be a lot better, so. Sure, so it's sort of the hope, and it's sort of their, it's what their economy was built on. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so, uh, for a while, they, they fight. Um, why is Gettysburg... 
There was the bloodiest battle in all of U.S. history. Okay, yeah, but within the war, so I mean, obviously, sort of the. If the Confederates had won, they would have had. They could have won the Civil War. Oh, really? Why do you say that? I mean, once they're in the once they're in the Northern Territory, they can start like they can just start like. They can just really, they could really do some damage. Cause, yeah, because yeah. there wasn't, most of the war was fought in the southern states, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in, what state are we in right now? Pennsylvania. And what side of the war was it on? The northern side. Northern side. All right, so this was sort of their incursion into the north. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they had won, then, you know, who knows what would have happened. All really, right. they, they maybe could have just made their own country at, like, an official country that would have to, that would basically have to be, like, wiped. I mean, yeah, if they had, if they had won the Civil War, that would have been a big deal. That would have been a big deal. All right. All right, so we're talking about some of the famous people of the Battle of Gettysburg. Whose statue are we sitting by right now, Reed? Meade. Meade. All right, so who was Meade? He was the commander of the Union Army. Okay, and uh, how did he do? What? Do what? He was going pretty good until Lincoln fired him. <laughs> Why did Lincoln fire him? Because he didn't just go and attack. Because he let Lee's army get away at Gettysburg. After Gettysburg, Lee's army retreated. What yes. did Lincoln want him to do? Just like go chase him down. Right, and so what did Lincoln think would happen if they could defeat Lee's army? The United States would be the United States. Right. The war would be over. So Lincoln kind of blamed Meade for not doing that. Yeah. All right, but how did it go on the day of the battles of Gettysburg? How did he do? He was going pretty awesome. He wiped out Pickett's charge. Yep. Okay, and we'll get to that. We'll get to some of these other points. All right. Yeah. So that's Meade. Okay, Reed, there's a marker right by where we're standing. It's where a famous person died. Who is it? Lewis Armstead. So who is Lewis Armstead? He was, so he was the general who led the Confederate men the farthest that they ever got. Yep. In the Battle of Gettysburg. Yep. So um, what was this was part of a big action? Uh, the, the Confederates were doing what were they doing? Pickett's charge. Pickett's charge. Okay. So um, he gets them. How many men did he lead across the Union battle line? Two hundred. Two hundred men. What happened next? They got wiped out by hidden cannons and the Union Army. Right, yeah, so they get across the Union battle line, and they're like, hey, let's turn these cannons around and fire them at the Union soldiers. But, but the Unions had, like, 18 hidden cannons. Yeah, so they had hidden canyons, cannons, and they just had the guys kind of rallied and yeah. pushed them back. Mm-hmm. So we are standing right by where Lewis Armistead died. <laughs> All right. Okay, we are now standing next to a monument for who, Reed? Webb. General Webb, and who is he a general for? He was a general for the Union, and he defended against Pickett's Charge. Yep, defended against Pickett's Charge, and he later was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor. Yeah. So, uh, really a hero of Gettysburg. Yep. All right, we're on Sickles Avenue. Reed, who is Sickles? wasn't very sick. Okay. And he but was kind of a funny army general, so he broke his leg. In what the side was he on? Union. Union side. He broke his leg in the Battle of Gettysburg. Okay. Then, so he 
donates his leg bone to a museum where they put it in like a coffin and then every July 2nd so, like he would just like go have a he so every July 2nd he would visit his old leg his own leg in the museum yep alright he was kind of funny <laughs> alright alright we are here in front of another monument whose monument is this Reed Major General John Reynolds. And who is Major General John Reynolds? He was the most, he was the highest ranking guy to die at Gettysburg. And guess that, was he Union or Confederate? Uh, I'm going to guess highest ranking guy, Confederate. It was Union. Union. All right, Union. All right, so what day of the battle did he die? First. First day. All right. Well, anything else about him? Nope. All right, we're by another statue. Whose statue are we by, Reed? Winfield Scott, Scott Hancock. Okay, and who was he? He was a general. What side? Union. Okay. And he was given control about of a big part of the army after um, Reynolds died. Yep. And how was he as a general? He was pretty encouraging. So. When the Confederates, they fired every, all their cannons, every single one. He was riding up and down the hill, yelling, go, go, go. Yeah, he was so, even though they were firing their cannons and getting ready to attack, and he was, he was, ride, he was riding around trying to cheer up his troops, right? Yep. And how did they do? They went great. All they right. defended after, at Pickett's Charge, and so, yeah, and, and he did not die by a cannon blast. He did not die. Yep, he got he got wounded. Not by a cannon, but later. Um, but did not die. And interesting, he was actually the Democratic nominee for president in I think 1880. So yep. he went on into politics. All right. So that is Winifield Scott Reynolds. Or no, Winifield Scott Hancock. All right. We have moved onto the other side of the battle line. Mia, what side of the battle line are we on? Confederate. Confederate and. What are you standing on right now? A cannon. A cannon. You love climbing on the cannons. All right, so Reed and Mia, look. You see that big tower over there? Um, the big, yeah, so we were just pointing that? The biggest one? Yeah, the biggest one, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so that is where the Union line is. How, Reed, how long do you think it would take you to run that far? Pretty long. Pretty long. How long? I don't know. Alright, Mia, how long do you think it would take you to run all the way to Maybe the... Maybe 30 minutes. Okay, what if people are shooting at you while you do it? Uh, I wouldn't. Okay, that's a good choice. Alright, Mia does not recommend running at a battle line. So we're going to look at some Confederate monuments, and we'll see what the next one is. Alright, so we're at a new monument. Whose monument is this? Robert E. Lee. And who is Robert E. Lee? He was the Confederate general. Okay. Um, in charge of? The Confederates. All of it, right? Like he was the, the, yeah. the head general. All right. Um, any interesting stories about him during the Gettysburg? What were, what were his thoughts? He thought that Gettysburg was the final blow to wiping out the Union. Yeah. He thought this could win the war, right? Like, they sent the final blow at least five times in Gettysburg. They thought they were so close to winning it all? They no, they really sent the final blow. Like, they could have won the whole war, war, but then the Union 
blocked that round. Uh, yeah. So, um, was he considered a good general? Well, he didn't do good things, but he was the best general in the war. So. Okay, so people considered him to be the best general. Yep. Um, you just had something interesting. What did Abraham Lincoln think about him as a general? He hated him. Yeah, but what did he want from him? He just did, he wanted him not to be a general. No, oh, yeah, right. He wanted him to be the general of the Union. Yeah, so he'd wanted him to be the, the Union general, but he said no. Why do you think Robert E. Lee said no? He was from Virginia. Yeah. All right, so Confederate general, mastermind. He's trying to, trying to win the war here in Gettysburg by beating the Union army. Um, let's talk about some other generals. There was one that didn't do as much as maybe he should have. Who was that? Jeb Stuart. Jeb Stuart. What's and what was he in charge of? He was the head scout. Head scout. Okay. Every single scout, and he was also a general. He's so, also a general. Yeah. And what um, what did his troops have that most troops didn't? His troops. So they had a bunch of cannons. Like not not cannons. They were scouts. Oh, they yeah, had right. to go they had fast. Horses. They had horses. All right. So um, where were they during the battles? They were trying to mess with the Union supply line. Okay. So. But that failed. That failed. Yeah. So he was, he was taking too long. So he went to. So in the end, he just ran to Robert Lee's headquarters. Okay. But he got there sort of for the last day, right? But yeah. They maybe could have used him earlier. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. One last general we want to talk about. Maybe sort of a, a controversial one in some ways. Longstreet. Longstreet. Who was Longstreet? He was Rory Lee's second-in-command. Okay. And uh, what makes him interesting? He he was the one who, who doubted Pickett's charge. Okay. And have we talked about Pickett's charge all the way, or do you want to explain Not that? So, so first let's finish Longstreet. Okay. So, Rory Lee says, I think this will be the final blow. We need, we need to finish this battle soon. Okay. And it has to go to the Confederates if we want to win this war. Okay. Cause, so, cause like more Union troops were mo- marching in, so they tried Pickett's charge. It was going pretty awesome. Like, there's a point where there weren't very many men holding up the line. Like on the Union would, side. Yes, you would count at some point. Like, okay. And so that so Pickett's charge it was almost gonna do it, and then boom. A bunch of hidden cannons fire. Uh, okay. So yeah. So Union pushbacks pushes yeah. them back. Yeah, and Longstreet says that so they had twelve thousand men and hundred and fifty cannons. Uh-huh. Longstreet says, I don't think a fifteen hundred men fifteen thousand men. Fifteen thousand men could that have ever lived could have done could do this. Yeah, so he basically tells Robert E. Lee, like, look, this isn't possible. Right? We cannot yeah. beat the Union army with the men we have for this part. But what did Robert E. Lee say? Do it. Do it. And as we just talked about, how'd it go? It was going pretty awesome when they were going too fast, so then they got surrounded and they jumped into a trench and got killed by crossfire. Okay, so yeah, so so a lot of people died on the charge. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're looking across at the battlefield. So how we, earlier we were talking about the just the distance between the lines, pretty tough. 
to, yeah. to make it there if you've got cannons firing at you and people shooting at you. So. And yeah. All right. Anything else about the and surprise cannons? And surprise cannons. Bonus surprise cannons. No, uh, there were no. You thought that you think there are no cannons, and then and then uh, about a hundred cannons fire. Yeah. So do you remember? So there's a, a Union general who pulled the cannons back to make it seem like they had been destroyed. Do you remember which general that no. was? No. Okay, neither do I. But that also helped. All right, anything else about Confederate generals you want to talk about? Uh, no, let's talk about Pickett a little. So okay. he was kind of the general in charge of Pickett's charge. Yep. So he just said, like, let's do this. And I'm not sure if he doubted Pickett's charge or not. He might have, he might have not. So, and he, and he was the general doing it. Mm-hmm. And... I bet Longstreet would have been very surprised with how far it got. Mm. Yeah, maybe. And yeah, so that so this ticket, and that's kind of it. Okay. All right, great. Any other anyone else that comes to mind? Mm, not really. All right, on to the next. All right. Well, we've talked about a lot of the famous people associated with the Battle of Gettysburg, but. When you think of Gettysburg, there's one person that really comes to mind that wasn't even there for the battle. Who is that, Reed? Lincoln. Yep, Abraham Lincoln. And why is that? Why is his name so connected to Gettysburg? Well, so he made a very short speech, but a very powerful one called the Gettysburg Address. Right. So he made the Gettysburg Address. Where did he make it? He made it in Gettysburg. Okay. Around 300 yards from where we are right now. Yeah, right. We're actually at the monument to the to the speech, but it's not where he gave the speech. What was it for? Do you remember? It was. It wasn't anything for why the war was being fought. It was for other people who had died, trying to fight fighting the war. Yeah. So and it was uh, for the cemetery. Especially the the battle of Gettysburg. Yep. So he made this short, powerful speech, um, and Lincoln's definitely been very connected to Gettysburg since then. Um, we're going to take a short break, and we'll come back, and Mia's going to tell us more about Abraham Lincoln. Might have 
buck skin? Yes. Now, there was a funny story about Ab Abraham Lincoln's buckskin. Do you remember it? Or Reed, do you um, remember it? His breeches. His um, breeches? His breeches. When, um, they, when they got water on, when he got water on them, uh -huh. they would shrink. They would shrink. Yikes. That doesn't sound great. And something happened when they shrunk. Didn't it leave something on him? Uh, yes. What did it leave on him? Um, blue marks. Blue marks on him, on his legs, because his pants were shrink. Alright, so what sort of house would you live in if you were in the frontier? A log cabin, probably. Log cabin? Um, and how would you get the log cabin? Would you just buy it from someone, or what? Um, you would have to make it. So that's why um, um, it was a little bit easier because his dad was um, a carpenter. Oh. Okay. So he would like make stuff. So, so that made it a little easier. It's a very good skill to have. Yeah. All right. So, um, what would school be like if you were living on the frontier? You'd have to walk like four two miles away to get there. Oh wow. How far do you have to walk for school? Only like a few minutes or something. Yeah, just a couple blocks. Huh? A couple blocks, yeah. Um, would you like to walk four miles to school every day? Not at all. <laughs> um, well, mom and dad don't want to walk four miles with you either, so it sounds good. Um, Alright, and in school would you learn all the same things or was it a little bit different? Um, not at all. Do you know what sort of things you would learn? Um, would you learn about science? You'd learn a little bit about technology, I think, and a little bit about stuff that we learn a lot about. Huh. Only like a little bit about Very little bit? Yeah. Not yeah. much. Yeah, I'm not but sure. usually for boys, if anyone gets it, because um, uh, usually um, girls and women would like sew. Oh, so they wouldn't have as much education. Yeah, they'd have to like do sewing and that stuff. So, um, what about with the people? Would they all know how to read and write? Nope. No. And you've been reading since how old? Yeah, probably four. Maybe four. Maybe five. Maybe a little bit of three, but yeah. But so there were some adults who wouldn't even know how to read. They wouldn't know how to read because they wouldn't be able to go to school. All right. So we've talked about that. Um, what about? Okay, we talked about school. We talked about living. What would they do for fun on the frontier? Um. So I think they would like swim, um, play tag and chase and wrestle. Okay.
Yeah, after, I mean, you know, years later, but they put him in the Hall of Fame, so he must have been pretty good. He must have been great. <laughs> must have been the best. Yeah. All right, that sounds great. So let's talk a little bit about He lived on the frontier for a long time, but later he moved to the big city. Let's talk about what it was like when he lived in Springfield. Actually, there's something else I want to talk about. Okay, what's that? Um, more about New Salem on the frontier. Okay, so what stories did we miss? Um, what, uh, where he slept before um, his mom died. Okay. Um, and a little bit about his new mom. Sure, okay. needles, it was corn husks. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Alright. Well, so you're saying he moved to Springfield. Yeah. Uh, what was life like in Springfield? What sort of house would you live in if you lived in Springfield at a that time? A fine house. Yeah, like, was it a log cabin? No. Um, and what about, what, what would you do for fun in Springfield? So what were some of those changes when he was a boy? When he was a boy, there was no train. When he was a grown man, there were. So there were no trains when he was a boy? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. What else? What about how people sent messages? Stagecoach. So when he was a boy, they'd send him by stagecoach? Yeah. And when he got older, what did they have when he was an adult? Telegraph. Telegraph. Yeah, so way faster. What about for women? What, or, I mean, they'd get to... 
Okay, it's a little sexist, but at the time it was really for women. But what about cooking? Um. How did how was that different? Over a fire and then over stove. Yeah, so they just like his mom would have just cooked over an open fire, um, but his wife in Springfield she would have a stove, which is way easier to use. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, you said at the beginning you'd recommend this book. How many stars would you give it? Out of five. Four and a whole and three quarters. Four and three quarters. All right, that is a great recommendation. And All right, well, we're so it's beds and running across the battlefield when there's artillery and cavalry attacking you. <laughs> Reading this book is better than being attacked by artillery. Yes. That, that they should put that on the cover. All right. Well, we're gonna take one last break, and then we'll come back for a modified two questions after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Around the World with Mia. If you want to learn stuff from all around the world, then just listen to around to Around the World with Mia. All right, welcome back. Modified two questions for this history's mysteries. So, Reed, of all the people uh, that we talked about in Gettysburg, who would you invite over for dinner? Lincoln. Lincoln. Why would you invite over Lincoln? Well, he probably had some pretty good stories to tell, and like I said, Davy, like same story, probably some pretty cool stories like Davy Crockett. Okay. All right. So yeah. So what about you, Mia? Of all the people we talked about, who would you want over for dinner? Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, I think that's a good choice. What makes you say that? He would probably have some pretty cool stories. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so what about fighter? Who do you think was the strongest fighter of the people of Gettysburg? Uh, so, I think we should do Meade, because he was a big general. Ah, he was a big general, that's true, but he also got fired a little bit after it. Armistead? Oh yeah, Armistead. Let's do Armistead. Okay, we'll say Armistead, even though he then died shortly after. Oh yeah, right. It's, a t it's tough to pick. We'll just, we'll just do Mead and Armistead. Mead and Armistead tie. So. Alright, well that's going to do it for this uh, special history, special and extra long. Oh, Mio, sorry. What about you? Who do you think the best fighter was? Um, I think the best fighter would be, um, the warrior, the, um, the people who fought in the Civil War. Okay, Civil War fighters? The army. Yep, alright. Yep, it, ta it takes a whole unit. It's not just one person doing it. Alright, well, that's going to do it for this special edition, an extra long edition of History's Mysteries. Bye! Bye! Bye.